These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, April 27th, right after the Celtics win in Game 6 over the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, (laughs) I'm still not over that they won the game. (laughs) I was so convinced they were going to lose. (laughs) I was like, oh, back to Boston. It's going to be Game 7. This is going to suck. And then they just – I tweeted out. It was like, as much as I wish they could have done it the whole game, that was – great time for them to start trying it was it was good timing (laughs) yeah it's like they mix and matched two different games they played the fourth quarter that they should have played to go along with their three quarters in game five yeah and played the three quarters (laughs) that would go along with the fourth quarter of game five in the first three tonight um very impressed that they actually won a close game that's something i pitched about last time i said the celtics do not win close games we looked at the stats stats said we're wrong but Still think those stats are fake, uh, but very impressive. They ripped off a 12-0 run in the fourth quarter. Tatum made some big shots. Smart made some big shots. Jalen Brown too. kept them in it when everybody else was kind of reeling. Even Al Horford made shots after I was texting Jack, and I was like, they shouldn't play this guy. He can't defend right now, and he I can't shoot threes. And then he did both. Like I'm glad. I, I love Al Horford, <laughs> and that's one of my guys, but like, when they're targeting him every time, it was frustrating to watch, and mm-hmm. they're not getting rebounds anyway. I was like, just put him, put Tatum at center at this point. But no, they executed. They won this series, uh, and it turns out Jack and I know ball. There are a lot of people in the comments at the last pod that said we didn't know ball because we said the Hawks weren't good, but <laughs> mm, the Hawks are done playing basketball now. In fairness <laughs> to the Hawks, they are as good as the Bucs. Actually, better. They won more playoff games. This is true. This is true. I can't believe the Bucks only won one playoff game. We'll talk about that later. Dude, that, imagine losing in the crazy. first round. Couldn't be me. Hey, Couldn't hey. Be the Celtics. <laughs> Shout out uh Celtics fan on Twitter tweeting, all right, yeah. we're burner Celtics. We can make fun of the Bucks now. <laughs> and uh no, I was pulling my hair out for the first, you know, half. Third quarter was rough too. Celtics just they hate rebounding, man. They hate it. They, they hate refuse. It. Which is like, if you look at the stats, like Tatum, 14 rebounds. Give him credit. He made some big, had some big boards at the end of the game there. Horford had 12. Uh, Rob had a pretty rough game, I think. I don't think he was very good. Um, what was the ending rebound stats? 52 to 50. They out-rebounded the Hawks in total, which is like, that doesn't seem right. Like, I don't think they did that. Uh, and it was 11 to 12 on offensive rebounds too. So it wasn't even like a crazy difference there, but like in the first quarter, the Hawks had four offensive rebounds. And in the second quarter, or excuse me, in the first quarter, the Hawks had six offensive rebounds of their 12. Like in the first quarter, I, I thought it was just like, all right, well, <laughs> we're in for another hellscape game. Um, and Trey Young was incensed in the first half. Trey Young could do no wrong. In the first half of that game, eight for 15, four of eight, 25 points. But uh, in the second half, the Celtics said, you know what, Trey Young, we don't really feel like letting you do anything. We're, we're kind of just going to say, nope, stop. Trey Young in the second half, one of 13 from the field. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Five points, one of 13, 0 of four. He's making some good passes, six assists, but the Celtics all in all shut him down. Good defense in the second half on Trey Young. Uh, it's just so happened that DeAndre Hunter and John Collins decided that they were going to take over as the offensive uh, guys, which was very annoying as well. But, I mean, for as 
poor as the Celtics played in the first half and a little bit in the third quarter too, they turned up when it mattered. Um, and again, in a few weeks, that's all we're probably going to, or I'll say a few months, actually, that's all we're probably going to remember uh, is that the Celtics won and the Hawks probably took a game they shouldn't have. But I mean, if we're looking back at the series and you see it's the four, one series, you're not blinking an eye. And so, you know, four, two, you might double take and say, huh, what happened? Then you remember, Oh yeah, they, they had a bad loss, but then they came back. So like, at the end of the day, <clears throat> this isn't going to matter in a couple weeks. But man, I really thought they were not going to win that game. I, I was so worried. Even with like four minutes left before they went on that surge uh, and picked up the energy on both ends, I was like, this is going to be so anxiety-inducing. Like, I really thought it was going to come down to a last shot. And that's the, that's the last thing I wanted. I can I, I was like getting flashbacks to game five. I'm like, Trey Young's going to get a shot to win this game after being absolutely terrible in the second half. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Celtics made me sick the last two days. <laughs> last time we recorded, I had a headache. Then I woke up the next day, and I felt like I got hit by a truck. It kind of <laughs> carried over into today. I think I'm good now. But, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But oh, very man. impressive that they won a close game. This is a big they step did. for them. They did we talked about game. it a little bit earlier in the series, and we were like, "This we got to see how they're going to bounce back. This was a good uh, pass of a test early for the Celtics. Respect to the Hawks. They definitely gave them a bit more of a fight than probably any of us expected after those yeah. first two games. They played well. I mean, as much as the Celtics played bad, the Hawks stepped up when they needed to. So you got to give them credit. Yeah, you absolutely do. They made it very difficult on the Celtics. They did a great job at attacking the defense. They killed them on the glass, of course. But the Celtics... Buckled down. They won game six on the road. They won two of three on the road. Pretty good by them. Um, yeah. And they're on to Philly, which is great. I'm glad I don't have Big. to see Capella again. I'm glad I don't see, have to see Trey <laughs> Young again. I'm glad. Who else? Bogdanovich. I hate him. Uh, John Collins. Bogdanovich was on the list of guys I wish, uh, guys that make me a self loathing white man. <laughs> yes. Sadiq Bay decided to make some shots. Jalen Johnson made a shot. All the guys, DeAndre Hunter made a ton of shots. All the guys, you know, around Trey Young uh, stepped up and um, Celtics were just able to get it done in the end, which was good. Uh, so that was good to see. Oh, but oh man, was it stressful. Uh, <laughs> it was way more stressful than I wanted it to be, than I think a lot of people wanted it to be. Luckily, the Celtics sort of took control of the game before it got down to the final possession. Although I will say, Sam, when, um... oh, what was the play? There was something where, like, DeAndre Hunter went right up, uh, hit a three. Celtics came down. I forget if they scored or didn't. Then they went back down. Then Al Horford, like, fouled Bogdanovich on a three. And I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, it's done. The Hawks are going to come back now. I, oh, like, I don't <laughs> think I ever felt that. Once they went up eight with under a minute, and I was like, okay, that's it. They're done. Fair. Can we I was talk like, about... even the Celtics can't screw this up. Like, this isn't a close game anymore. They knock can't on fumble it. <laughs> We on knock them when the game's over. <laughs> I, 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 hey, maybe they'll replay it. Maybe the Hawks will win a contest. They'll, <laughs> they protest the game. I don't trust anything anymore. Um, can we talk about the um, the ridiculous inbounds defense just quickly on those like the, like the last four plays of the game? Well, that annoyed me. It took far too long. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> the Celtics played perfect defense. Trey Young throws the ball at Marcus um, his groin area as TNT would like to say. He threw it at his nuts. Hit him right right below the belt. 
out of bounds, happened again, threw it right back at Marcus. Marcus and Trey Young start laughing. Marcus goes, we're going to be here all day. DeAndre Hunter tries to throw it in, then he has to throw it off Horford. Then he just, <laughs> I, I'm convinced DeAndre Hunter just gave up and just like threw it out of bounds. He's like, yeah, I the best is out. they had 10 tries and they just got the pass to no one. <laughs> you know what? They that was DeAndre, the Celtics bench. DeAndre Hunter really wanted to make his flight to Cancun. He was like, I right, pack it up. Can we, let me go. Home. Yeah. Like they were all kind of heated. They thought they were going to lose game five and they were like, <laughs> they're actually going to trade Trey young in the summer because all the guys hate him now <coughs> because he helped them win game five. And they actually all wanted to be done. Oh man. It's too funny. Too funny. I will say as much as Trey young plays like a rat and I'll stand by that half of those were not fouls. And, and as much as I, I'm the first person who'll say like, Oh, I mean, it's not the player's fault. He's just playing to the rules. He plays like a rat. I don't care. Same time. No, I agree. <laughs> At the same time, Finish, he did he did earn a little bit of respect. Yeah, he played well. Respect. Like he, he played bad and then he, he turned it around in a big way and he came up with some big shots. And uh, you know, I'll give him credit for that, except he he shot one of thirteen in the second half, so a little less credit for, for kind of yeah. falling off. I'm in too much of a good mood to like crap on him right now, but yeah, what if Tatum shot one of thirteen, my head would have been in the microwave. Uh <laughs> thankfully I didn't need to use the microwave tonight. Yes. You didn't. Uh, let's talk about Jason Tatum. Uh, Tatum we'll beat right the microwave allegations. He did. It, early on, it didn't look like he was gonna. <laughs> it really looked like yeah. he was going right for a microwave game. Uh, Celtics minus 330 against Philadelphia. Pretty big favorites. I mean, I guess the Embiid injury obviously is going to play part. Gotta look to see what insurance is. Um, but yeah, Jason Tatum ended the night 11 of 20 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3. We were close. We said he was going to take 11. Um, 30 points, 14 rebounds is so huge. Led the team in defensive rebounding. 7 assists was big. 1 steal, 2 blocks. P- pretty big defensive possessions at the end of the game there for Tatum. 0 turnovers for Jason Tatum. That's a good game. If he's not, He, he had a lot of troubles uh, with turnovers in the past couple games. So shout out to him. And especially, excuse me, Especially if you look at the way Tatum started, he had a great game. He started first quarter, two of six from the field, one of four from three. If you take those away, he shot three of six from three in the last three quarters. And then what would that be? Uh, Nine of 14 from the field and three of six from three after the first quarter. Like he really turned it up. He took a few questionable threes in the first quarter there where he was just pulling up in people's faces. I tweeted about it. I'm sure you were upset too. But yeah, then a lot of game balls got going, to shoot four threes in the first quarter after mm-hmm. shooting one of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then as the game got going, he cut back on the, the pull up threes. He did still take some, but they were more in rhythm. I thought the timing was better. He took a three in the corner, which you never see him shoot. And he shoots really well on those. So it was nice to see the Celtics get in that look. I don't they run the ball. more for him in the corner. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's because he's so ball dominant. And I, I don't agree that's, that's the right play. But um, he also dro- he drove so much. He, he drove to the rim on, like, the second play of the game and got a dunk, and then he just didn't do it for the rest of the first quarter. Uh, and then the rest of the game, he was super aggressive. He got to the rim, was making plays inside. He got to the free throw line, only took four free throws. I feel like that's got to be up. Tatum should be leading the team in free throws every night. Um, But regardless, like <clears> – <throat> Great turnaround from Tatum to start being aggressive uh, in the latter stages of that game because you need that from him. Yeah, both Tatum and Brown, 30-plus. Tatum, 14 rebounds, really big. That's huge. Considering uh, the situation there with Atlanta killing them on the offensive glass. How many offensive rebounds did the Hawks end up with tonight? Let me scroll. 12. 12, not that many. Felt like a million. 
it's because it's because six were in the first quarter. <laughs> I well, even then, it still felt like a million. You know what's funny is I think I think they're shaving offensive rebounds on the stat sheet. <laughs> yeah, that what you're going with. Yeah, because my eyes told I counted well, at least thirty. I will say. I think the reason you feel like there's more of them is because some of the plays are like, you know, when Jason Tatum and Robert Williams are fighting for the rebound and they didn't get it. I doubt that counted as an offensive rebound for the Hawks. I bet it counted as like a steal or something. You know what I'm saying? Like the Celtics had a decent amount of possessions where they would just get the rebound or they'd turn it over like that Grant Williams turnover or, or it would bounce off their foot and they wouldn't get the rebound. So like the Hawks don't get credit for a rebound, but they'll get a second opportunity. And I feel like the Celtics had too many of those this series too. Um, but Tatum, Shout out. <laughs> like you said, he beat the allegations, beat the microwave game. Uh, he deserves a ton of credit for, for turning it around, especially after how how terrible he was in game five. He needed a bounce back, and this was a good bounce back from him. Um, and then there's Jalen Brown, who was once again really good. J- Jalen Brown. Sorry, I said Tatum because I'm writing his name out. Uh Jalen Brown struggled a little bit early on. It felt like the ball was sticking to his hand a little bit too much. There were a few times throughout the game where he just missed like open passes. Like he just tunnel vision to the hoop. Um, but he was great. He he made all the plays he needed to. He made a big three. And then as much as I, I tweeted about this, as much as I said he had tunnel vision because he did a lot of the game, that pass he made in the final minute of the game to hit smart for the three was such a huge pass that won the series. It like clinched the series. So uh, Jalen deserves a ton of credit for this game as well. He had another 30 piece, very efficient, excuse me, per usual for him. 13 of 25 from the field, six of eight from three. He was red hot from deep. Um, big, big Jalen Brown game. Yeah. Jalen Brown. He was big in the sense that he was there to answer the call in the middle of the game mm-hmm. when nobody else was. You saw a lot of different guys step up in the fourth quarter. Great. That's awesome. Because I thought nobody was going to step up in the fourth quarter. So getting like five guys stepping up in the fourth quarter kind of ruled. But (laughs) Jalen Brown was the guy in the middle of the game when Atlanta quite literally couldn't miss and the Celtics couldn't get a stop when they actually did get them to miss. That was coming down and making threes. That was pushing the pace and getting to the basket and making things a little bit more difficult on that Atlanta defense when the Celtics really, really needed somebody to do something on offense because they, there were times there that they were hanging on by a threat. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It, it really felt they were like, they were one, on the Trae Young, one Trae Young three from collapsing. Yeah. Right. I agree. And, and, and luckily Trae Young decided he wasn't going to make any more after the first half. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he only made tough. all of them. What do you mean? Like he, he made like threes? literally every three. I know he, he, he shot. I mean, you think that, but he, made three threes in the first quarter one in the second and zero the rest of the game good it's 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 because he started so hot and i agree with you that's not me like telling you you're wrong i i understand he only made saying. four threes right oh that's fake you can't tell me that nba.com is not shaving stats <laughs> no, yeah, like they but- definitely like kicked a couple of those threes like deandre hunter didn't make four threes yeah, he did. He did. I remember them. They were all annoying because you're like, well, no, the, the, thing the is, annoying ones were John Collins, John yeah. Collins, who played like me for four games. And then all of a sudden decided he was an NBA player. 
John Collins, yeah. who was in the running for my favorite non-Celtic of all time for a while. <laughs> because he was playing like so Yeah, bad. him and Marcus Gasol <laughs> are like all-time playoff favorites for me. Shout out to those guys. Uh, and shout out to Jalen Brown, like I said, for playing so well. But yeah, it, it, it was frustrating to see those guys shoot that well. I think a big part of it was playing the drop defense on Trey Young and nobody in the Celtics was helping over, right? Like, you can sit there and say, oh, that's Al's guy, you know, blame Derek White for not switching there. But, like, if they're going to be in drop defense and Derek White's going to be contesting Trey Young, you know, while trailing, somebody's got to rotate over and help uh, mm. cover Collins or Hunter. Um, and there wasn't enough of that. Uh, I would like to talk about the captain, Por Favor. Um, mm. I mean, you, you kind of have to. We talked a lot about how the best player has to be on the court, you know, even if that means sitting smart. You saw a lot of Celtics fans, quote unquote, who love to hate on Marcus Smart, say he can't play at the end of the game. He's bad. Get him out. Marcus Smart was the best player at the end of the game for the Celtics. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but I don't give a shit. He was well, Jackie so two good. <laughs> I don't care. They were open threes. He took him and he made the three that mattered. Marcus Smart was so, so, so good down the stretch. Came up big for them. 22 points, four rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Six of 12, two of five, eight of nine from the free throw line. Shout out, Marcus. Uh, shout out, Marcus, for closing out that game. He was huge. He deserves credit. Yeah, so uh, not a lot of Marcus hate on the timeline today. wonder why. You know why? Is because uh, <laughs> the NFL draft was on tonight. Oh, so, so all, all the idiot are... Patriots mm. fans were busy and they weren't watching. And also he ruled. Uh, he was great. He started this game great. He came out and said, we're here. And then everybody else disagreed for three quarters, but then they all showed up in the fourth quarter. He was awesome. He made a couple big shots at the end. He made smart decisions at the end. There was a turnover out of a timeout that was kind of on both him and Tatum, more so probably Tatum because he... Definitely didn't make the right movement and then smart threw it away. Yeah, I think but he was really good in the fourth game. quarter. There's not a whole lot to complain about with Marcus. I thought <laughs> he was great tonight. I wish they gave him opportunities to get more assists. He only had four, uh, but nobody mm. really had a lot of assists. The team as a whole only had 24, which Tatum had great. seven and Tatum Shout had Tatum. seven. Uh, good for him. But Marcus was pretty great. He was he was mm. all over the place. Got to the free throw line nine times. Pretty great. Yep. Uh, made eight of them huge highest was four Tatum Tatum and Malcolm Brogdon and nobody else shot free throws wow yeah that's however Jalen Brown went inside a lot not to get to the free throw line speaking of free throws though 16 to 17 it's what you need please make your free throws people uh but yeah shout out Marcus he was great well I love complaining about free throws because that's one thing I can be like I would literally make them like I would make that well, shot. I can't. If you put <laughs> me can't. there, I would make it. Jack, every time I warm up and we play, that's I go right to the free throw line. I shoot a bunch of free throws. throws. <clears throat> I can't make them. Um, while we're dishing out praise, I can't. I can't say free throw tonight. <laughs> I only not. like slurred my words every time I said it. I don't drink. Shout out to uh, Al Horford. Played very rough the whole series, and in the last two minutes of the game, turned into Superman once again. Made a big shot. A couple big defensive plays. Made two big shots actually. Mm. Um. He was great. Al Horford with the quote of the century after the game on Twitter just now. He said, there are some people you can talk trash to. Uh, Excuse me. Let me rephrase. Jay King tweeted, Al Horford said someone talked trash to him on the sideline before uh, the big three that he made. Quote from Al Horford. There are people, some people you can talk trash to. You talk trash to me. That's probably not good for you. Absolute beast. Love Al Horford. 
big, big, big time plays by him towards the end of the game. Big defensive stops, big time three point shots. Like, oh man, like after he played pretty poorly, uh, at least shooting wise, he was fine. Literally was at the point I was like, Jack, they shouldn't put him in. Like they should play Tatum at center and run small because I'm sick of seeing him get put into switches. I'm sick of seeing them not be able to get stops. And he's not even giving them the ability to stretch the floor. He's not making threes. Made the last two, like you said, huge shots in what was a tightly contested game in the fourth quarter. The three he made to make it a three-point lead for the Celtics, which felt like their first substantial lead in forever, was Mm. huge. It was the first time I felt a little bit of relief. And then they came down and got a stop and actually got a rebound. Not to mention Horford had a double-double. And Mm. he was all over the stat sheet with assists, two steals, and three blocks. Big game for the man. Plus nine. Uh, in under 30 minutes, pretty, pretty solid night for Horford. I'm pretty happy to see he was back. I was getting a bit concerned at the end when I was texting you. I was like, (laughs) even if they move on, if he's not able to make threes, granted, if they play Philly, it's going to be a little different, but Mm -hmm. how useful is he going to be? But if he's able to make his threes, (laughs) can you, can you pull up what his percentages in the playoffs yeah, let me look. I quick. feel like it's a little bit low. I don't think he's been that consistent, especially in the middle part of this series. I think he took a dip shooting threes, but no, he's been bad. Yeah, and he's when you shoot, I don't know, like second best in the NBA in the regular season, you're going to make your threes, especially nine when he's 25, kind of nine of 25. That's just under 40 percent, it's 36 percent. It's not terrible, and that that includes tonight, though. So, what was he two of six tonight? So, it was heading into tonight, it wasn't that bad then. Seven of 19. What's seven of 19? That's just under 37%. So it's fine. But I mean, (laughs) in your defense and our defense for for judging the threes, to shoot 36% in the series after a regular season of shooting. Wait a minute. You said said he was 7 of 19? Heading into tonight. I flipped the numbers in my head. Okay. What do you mean? I was like, if he was nine of seventeen and he, no, 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 he no. shot six more, seven of that's 19. only twenty-three. Oh boy! In our defense, though, him going shooting thirty-seven in the series is fine, but when he shot forty-five percent on the season, it's a little bit of a dip. It it's is a little disappointing. Bit of a drop him, Tatum too. Tatum has thirty points. Number, Time to though. crap on him. Yeah, right. No, but shout out Al Horford. He was great, and you need him in the upcoming series. But neither of them compares to at least who is my man of the hour. And you knew this was coming, Sam, because it had to. Oh, man, Grant Williams. Oh, I mean, what a game. What a game. He, he was like, he was in the Grant Williams lineup. is the only guy that can shoot one of four, and you're like, what a game. But he was good. Like, like he played good. No, he had good moments. When he came into the fourth quarter, he actually made a good impact. He was good defensively. Yeah. You didn't see him as somebody that Atlanta was able to target, which was important as mm-hmm. a big man out there for the Celtics. Because well, they could target out. That was the issue. That was they the were thing. We were talking about yeah. that. But then he made a big three. He missed another one that was a big three if he made it. He did uh, have a misses turnover. Misses a layup there. on a fast break, but gets the offensive <laughs> rebound in one of the most obscure fashions you'll ever see. Runs <laughs> out of bounds for five seconds and then steps back in and nobody else wanted to grab the ball, so he gets it back. Um, <laughs> he had a bad turnover too, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, the turnover was bad in the first half. That pissed me off, mm-hmm. and he missed a layup in the first <laughs> half. But he was so, good, like, and the defense yeah, was important. He, I mean, I guess he was all right. 
He was good. No, was you fine. like if you watch, if you look at the stats, you think they're like, wow, why was he on the court? But if you watch the game, you understand how important he was. He had a huge steal uh, on Trey Young in the final few minutes of the game. Got the ball over half court. Was big there. He's like the other thing that I think is so important for him and for the Celtics. Like he could have gone like ice cold, right? Because not many players. We saw it with Peyton Pritchard all season. He doesn't get any playing time. He steps right in and he immediately just nails a three, right? Like you need that readiness. Like he's always going to be ready to shoot that shot. As much as he did make a couple like questionable plays, it is what it is. Like he's got to be on the court. Like it doesn't make any sense to me that he just got benched again after that game three. Like he was so good in game three and then he just got zero playing time the next two games. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. Especially in a series where your bigs are getting cooked on the perimeter. I'm not saying Grant's, you know, amazing on the perimeter. Like he's not great, but he's better than Al, right? And Al's a good perimeter defender. Grant's just better. Like it, it, it didn't make sense to me that he's bench. He's got to be playing moving forward, in my opinion. Like I, I, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's me being a big fan of Grant, but I th- like I, I don't think he can get any more DMPs. I think he's too good for that at this point. Well, he's not going to get DMPs in the next series unless he absolutely falls. <laughs> you off say the cliff. that, but who knows? <laughs> well, it wouldn't make sense. This is a series where it's going to make sense to play Grant. With Embiid being a big body, you're going to need as many guys as you can, especially because he's going to fall all over the place and get whistles. So you're going to see them have to spread out the minutes with guys getting in foul trouble. You just don't want to see Horford out there defending with four fouls if you don't have to. Um, So that's going to be a reason why you see Grant play. Hopefully he's able to stay somewhat consistent shooting. What did he make? Five of six threes this series, I think? Uh, Something like that, yeah. I can look real quick. I have it up. Yeah, he made like all of them in game three. Five of six, yeah. Yeah, and then missed one today, one of two. Not Mm -hmm. bad. So solid showing from Grant. Can't complain too much, especially on the shooting. I think the shooting is one of the most important things you're going to see from Grant. I don't really care yep. what he does inside the arc because I really, quite frankly, don't want him driving because that's when it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if he's able to make his threes, that's huge. That's his yep. role. At, at the end of the day, that's all they need him to do is defend and he's made shoot them. threes. And he's, and he's made, made five them. Or six. And he's played good defense, too. <clears throat> if so you if you're going to play Philly... You got to spread them out. You got to make all these guys defend. And if they're spread out, things are easier for Tatum. They're easier for Brown, Derek White, Smart. You name anybody else that's going to be Brogdon driving to the basket. Great, good job, good job. Craig. I thought it was. I thought it was a rough Rob game though. He he kind of just see, he didn't fine. seem right from the jump. He was fine. He made a couple like it just seemed like he wasn't as impactful as he as he has been in past games. And obviously there'll be games like that for everybody, but uh, not the best for him. Um, you did it's mention funny, Rob when he is not impactful is just like, wow, Rob didn't like do that much. It's not like, wow, Rob really screwed them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cause he doesn't have like that yeah. huge offensive role. Like uh, <clears throat> some other people do. Um, so it's, it's not as big a deal. Well, even I, Grant doesn't have an offensive role, but you can be like, he screwed them like a lot of times. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I know what you mean. That's just cause I feel, I feel like Rob doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. Maybe is what I meant. Because like his impact is blocking shots, it's getting rebounds, and it's passing and throwing down lobs. Like, I, I bet you if you look at the stats, he Robert, still had three blocks, two steals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I bet if you look at the stats, Rob has the ball in his hands every game for like a total of less than a minute, right? Yeah, probably. So the best is when he gets in the backcourt and there's no one around him and he still refuses to dribble. <laughs> He's like, it's please, somebody funny. come get this for me before I kick it to the next planet. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, you did mention Philly, and uh, mm. unfortunately, our recording plans got a bit thrown out of whack, so we're going to have to reconfigure an, another pod we were planning to do. Maybe we'll do a mid-series. I don't know what we're going to do now. But so, yeah, if the South is the weekend. Oh, true. I keep thinking Saturday. I, I keep thinking they're going right into a game on Saturday, but we do have a weekend, so we will hopefully have time. Whoa! <laughs> Take team up. Fuck out, buddy. Come on. Um, but we can talk about... Um, Sixers a little bit now. We don't have to go too deep into it because we'll do a full preview. Like my favorite thing about playing Philly is they have the super cool song, and I get I listen to the song because I like the song. It is a good song. It is. It's, it's a, a good song. song. It's a good song. You, got, you give them. It's only not it a good is. song is when you hear it after a game because that means they won. <laughs> yeah. You know we should start playing it. Uh, if the Celtics. If and when, like the Celtics get a win in the series, the intro music to this will just be that instead. I'll just do I'll no, just do only that. if they win the series. If you do it like <laughs> okay, four times, okay, get okay. old. Okay, we need to bring okay, back we'll halftime shows for this series too, because yeah. now these games kind of matter. Now okay. we didn't feel like our lives were over tonight if they lost, but you know what I mean. Like these are the games. Like okay, that, this that is what we put were out waiting of, all season for. The tweet you put out of my text. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh. your your texts were great. <laughs> That was funny. Well, it's because it was my live reactions. I was live reacting to the game. I don't even know what you were reacting to. I don't think I was looking at my phone at the time. You weren't. What was that? Let me look. Let me look. I can tell you. So for reference, Sam tweeted it. There was a string of texts I sent him that was. Holy fuck. Oh, my fucking God. Kill me. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember it because I started. It was Tatum's put back. <laughs> excuse me. Put back dunk. Uh, and then a big Al Horford stop and then something else. And then Al Horford fouled Bogdanovich on the three. And then I said, kill me. <laughs> so that's, that's where we're at. But then Mark, how funny it would be if the Celtics beat Philly in less games than they beat Atlanta. Oh, I'd be amazing. I hope they pack them up. Just get them out of here. Oh, but we'll, we'll see. I we'll agree. Actually... I think the Celtics should win every game. So what, how, realistically though, <laughs> take the green glasses off. How many games do you think the series goes? It's hard to say with Philly, right? Because Embiid, you don't know. Well, even even without like any like stipulations, like the Celtics just play so well against these guys. Like it's hard they to do. imagine the Celtics losing a bunch of games. But then again, they beat the shit out of Atlanta all year too. So <laughs> they lost more games to Atlanta in the postseason than the regular season. Yeah, you know what that makes me think of the Warriors when they were seventy three, <laughs> and then they all of a sudden wanted to lose games in the playoffs. <laughs> Like they progressively yeah. lost more games as it went on. This is true. This is true. Did they lose more games in the postseason than the regular season that year? They lost seven plus two plus maybe one. So, ooh, uh, you're gonna make me look it up. Close. Let's take a look. Warriors franchise That's index. A good question. Let me see. I'm curious. Seventy-three and nine year. Boom. Postseason. They lost one in the first round. One. One. Three. three four seven eight nine same amount same Lost amount yeah that's crazy but yeah <laughs> philly i don't know man i i almost want to be like the Celtics. you're gonna win in five and i'm not even being like super homer i think i six. just think they play philly really well i almost think atlanta's offense is better than philly's oddly enough i i don't know i i know after what you're the saying. all-star break look it up uh I know what you're saying, but I think the stat. I'm pretty sure the Sixers had like the best offense post Oscar break. But I know what you're saying. It's the way they play offense, not the offensive rating. Yeah, itself. like they're not. Well, I don't know. Like maybe they'll try and have him beat hunt mismatches all season. 
or all season. All I don't think he could get many mismatches on the Celtics. Like even if he gets like Marcus Smart on him, like it's, it's like true. I don't care. Just I don't. Help. I don't really know. I just think the Celtics might be better equipped to handle a team like Philly than Atlanta. Like Harden, how healthy is Harden? Harden's been kind of ass in the playoffs. He had one Sixers, good game. Sixers and Hawks had the exact same offensive rating, one twenty point one. Yes, post all break. <laughs> NBA.com's been lying to us all pod. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. But there's truth to it. Like I, I do know what you're saying. The Celtics though, yeah. feel like a better matchup for Philly. <clears throat> it feels like I wonder if the numbers say this. Post All-Star break, I'm still looking at. Oh, so these Hawks... guys better realize like the red carpet is really out now. I know. All right. It's <laughs> the, zero the pace... zero again. The stress is gone of potentially slipping up in the first round. This is the you have to play a real team now. Shout out to all the people that got mad when I was saying the Hawks were a real team. Uh, <laughs> you have to play a real team now. Okay. It's time. This may be the realest team you play. It very well could be the realest team you play. I will say, I think the biggest difference is if you look at the pace, the Hawks had like a top five pace in the league. Uh, maybe not top. Mm, top they were fourth in pace post all well, break. Benefit from a better pace. Sixers were 29th. So, like, I, I really think where the Celtics thrive is their half-court defense. Like, they can shut people down and, like, rotate really well when they're on. And the Sixers don't play quick at all. So, I think that's where they can really, like, dig in and, and beat the Sixers more so than they, excuse me, beat up on the Hawks. But uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, I think Celtics and six. Initially, curious to see what other people's, <coughs> excuse me, say about it. But, uh, I, I think you might yeah. have a point. It's a lot to ask for the Celtics to win a closeout game at home. Exactly. They haven't done so. They, they did kind of hate winning in front of the home crowd. <clears throat> they closed that a series once last year, the Milwaukee series. But other yep. than that, they haven't done it since Philly last time uh, in 2017-18. Wow. That's a very long time. Or at TD Garden, I'll say, because the COVID year, they were yeah, obviously in the So <clears throat> they have only closed out one series at TD Garden since... Yeah, the the Celtics. And Even then, they wouldn't have closed out either of those series. They won in the bubble at home. Really, three seeds swept Philly. Two, uh, two, three. They were the away team in Game Seven against Toronto. Oh, really? I forgot Toronto was the two seed there. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. that's an insane stat that they haven't yeah, had to right? win a series at home. <laughs> well, they swept swept Indiana in 2019. Lost the Bucks. Obviously, yeah. bubble. 2021, they lost to Brooklyn, swept Brooklyn the next year. Yep, Bucks in seven. And then that Heat Miami. series, they didn't want to win game six at home. So, Yep. And then this series on the road. That game <laughs> six is one of the more obscure things. Like, I don't know why that game gets under my skin so much. I just Miami? Like that that should have just been 48 minutes of fun. Like, yeah, they're going back to the <laughs> finals. Like, everybody's just freaking out. And also, what pisses me off six of eight from three. Good job, brother. Tonight, yeah. What pisses me off is they couldn't do it in front of Bill. Come on, guys. Uh, like, Bill Russell was in the house for game six against the Heat. I remember he was ready to hand Did off. Did he go to Miami? No, I don't think so. He couldn't. Like, no, of course not. So, L. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, L. But, anyways. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves still. Of game three, so. <laughs> oh, Like, man. they should just go back and watch that game every day. Which one? The the Heat game? Game four. Of the Heat series? Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they I shot a bunch that. of threes and then lost. I remember. I remember you talked about it a lot. <laughs> I, I still can't believe they lost it. If you pulled crazy. it up right now, I'd be like, wow, I can't believe they lost this game. 
<laughs> yep. I agree. Uh, before we boxer out, out, we didn't really uh, talk about this. Him is, yet. I was just going to say this before yeah. we get out of here. Can we talk about, uh, can we have a little pity parties night? Not the right. What's the opposite of a pity party? Uh, uh piss on the a, grave. A, a, <laughs> that is when, exactly pissing on the I'm grave is for. one of my favorite expressions. Like, <laughs> I don't know why when people Back say that, that makes me laugh really, really hard. Hold on. Oh, let me, man. Let me pull yeah. <laughs> It was phenomenal. It is. Uh, I'm going through the Bucks what, community what, on Reddit. Let's see. What kills me is, did you see Richard Jefferson? You know how before the playoffs started, he said, Bucks yeah, he said the Bucks Celtics. are better. He backed it up. He still backed it up on Twitter today. <laughs> he, he he was like, he's defending. He's like, well, Giannis was hurt. It doesn't matter. And the Celtics are, the Celtics lost, you know, game five. And so I was like, like Richard Jefferson too. I do too. I do too. But <laughs> someone responded to him and was like, Richard, the Celtics are up three, two. The Bucks lost four to one. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of a difference. Let me let me find the tweet. Shams, Mike Budenholzer's status as Bucks head coach is very much shaky. There are questions across the organization. I'm told Budenholzer has two years and sixteen million dollars left on his contract. Pack him up. He's got to go. Budenholzer is such a bum, dude. He's he bad. was a bum before this year. He was a bum in the Celtics series last year. Richard Jefferson on Twitter. Someone said, deepest team in the league, though, right? Champions on the bench, and uh, and that matters for something, right? They were frauds, like many of us saw. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Richard Jefferson. Boston is playing the Hawks. Y'all just lost at home versus a team without DeJounte Murray. Slow down on the victory. Lap. Not ha- not having the best player in the world for two and a half games hurts. They couldn't recover. Shout out Heat. They never let up. Boston been healthy the whole series, though, right? See, what, respect- what Richard Jefferson doesn't take into account is that Tatum played like me in game five. <laughs> this is true. Also, Boston is playing the Hawks. I-, I think we can all agree the Heat are probably better than Hawks, but like, Let's not sit here and act like that's the not what the plan says. That's what I was going to say. Let's not sit here and act like the Hawks quite literally didn't beat the Heat to get into that spot. So. I'm rooting for the Heat because I think Jimmy's a great story. Plus, I write about the Heat, so it kind of makes me money if they do good. Uh, but if you're the Celtics, it would be would kind of funny if they got clapped. Even the, nah, it wouldn't be fun because they're playing the Knicks. Because <laughs> it's the Knicks. Yeah, I will say though, like from a too neutral- much 